Hey girl, I'm Alex Fullhouse and this is How Not To Get A Boyfriend. I am a writer, radio presenter, model, podcaster, and my pronouns are she and her. I am looking for love. When you're dating, it can feel really lonely, especially if you're in a minority like me. You're constantly putting yourself out there and getting rejected, and it can feel really disheartening. But here's the thing, you are not alone. Each week, I'm going to be sharing my stories from the date or dates I've gone on that week and talking to loads of different people about exactly how and why they date. By sharing our experiences, I hope that we can see that we are all in the trenches together and that one day love will come. But until it does, it's fine, fun and freeing to be single. So I've not had an episode for for a bit and that's because I've actually had like a string of good dates where I might see them again. Um, so I had and, and I don't really like one of my rules for the podcast is that I don't like to talk about guys on it unless like I know that like I'm probably not going to see them again um and that is a very good rule because I actually got a text um at the weekend and it was from this guy I used to date and he was like oh I'm at the pub and I'm talking to this guy and you've been on a date with him and I was like oh right like lol like bound to happen like funny etc um and he was like, yeah, it's in your podcast, like, blah, blah, blah. And so, like, the guys obviously, you know, find out who I am afterwards, even if they don't want to see me again. And they can listen to their episode and, you know, easily work out that it's them. And obviously, only they know it's them. Um, and obviously, I know it's them. And, um, you know, I wouldn't want for the guy that I'm dating to hear my kind of inner monologue about the date or whatever, or what I thought, like a blow by blow of it. Um, lol, blow by blow. Um, and, uh, you know, un unless it really didn't have any stakes, i.e. like, you know, I'm never going to see them again. And like, it's fine. Um, and yeah, I really wouldn't want to do that. And, and like, I have had guys before listen to their episodes and like, they all find it funny and etc. Like, it's in my Instagram profile. It's in my Hinge dating profile that I have a podcast. If they ask me about it, I'll say like, oh, it's about being single. Like, I talk about being single and things. Um, and that's all true. I don't say, yeah, I, you know, talk about you talk about literally every day I go on lol um because I don't and I change loads of stuff and you know I um when I'm doing this this podcast it's kind of I'm playing like a heightened version of myself like I'm not this isn't you know exactly everything I think about it's like it's like it's kind of like I'm you know Carrie Bradshaw or I'm I'm Bridget Jones whatever like I'm it's dispatches from single life um and and yeah and I'm kind of always reminded of this like Taylor Swift quote where she's like, 
you know, this guy's trying to sue me, like, about the songs that I wrote about my life. And it's like, yeah, I have ownership of that. These are my words. This is my life. I can discuss it if I want. I can say exactly whatever I want. Um, and, yeah, I kind of... that That's, like, the situation. And, I yeah, I do it in a way that is respectful and that, you know, I wouldn't mind them listening to because I, I don't mind them listening to it. It's absolutely fine if my dates listen to their episode or any episode, whatever. Um, but, but yeah, I think I, so that's why I like kind of haven't done, um, done like, you know, an episode in a bit, but I obviously still want to give you stuff because I am dating and it is been it has been super interesting because now I can um like you know date and I really don't need to come out to them if I don't want to, which is a super privileged position to be in because like now I've finished my medical transition. Um there really isn't any need for me to come out to them in the same way that there was kind of before if I was hooking up with them or something. Um, because it's like, you know, I only now have to tell them if I feel really comfortable and if I feel like I want to share part of my history with them. And there is a separation for me because online and, you know, any public-facing work that I do, I'm very happy to talk about being trans. And because it's kind of like, I'm just putting stuff out there. I'm not getting, a, I don't get responses in the same way. You know, I'm not like telling a random person, a random stranger that I'm trans, etc. It just goes out into the ether and people don't, it's, it's not a conversation that I'm having. It's something that I'm telling. It's a story that I'm telling. Whereas when I'm dating, um, it becomes a conversation that I'm having. So if I have to come out to someone, I am waiting for their response and I'm waiting for them to either, you know, be okay with it or reject me or, you know, and, and, and it's all about kind of their reaction, which is not how it should be. Like, my transness, again, is only to do with me. It's my life and my transness has absolutely nothing to do with anyone, anyone else in the world, even the guy that I'm dating, it's still, this is my body, this is my life, this is my, you know, my information, my history, how I choose to share that. Um, and and so, yeah, I've really not felt the need to kind of tell, tell guys. And I did, there was a guy, there is a guy that I'm dating who he um, found out and was like, kind of like brought it up to me like on the second day. And was absolutely amazing about it and was like, you know, I wouldn't be here if it was an issue. It's absolutely not an issue. Um, and, you know, that was actually super nice because, again, I wasn't having to have the conversation. I wasn't having to tell someone and wait for their reaction. I didn't know that he knew. Um, I didn't know that he found out and he found out just like by searching me online and things. Um, and so, again, it wasn't like I was telling someone and then waiting for their response and waiting for their reaction or whatever. It it wasn't about, it wasn't a conversation. Again, it was him telling me, oh, by the way, this is something I just wanted you to know that I know, like, blah, blah, blah. And that was super refreshing and super modern and iconic. Um, so, yeah, more of that, please. Um, 
I do have a few things that I want to talk to you about. Like one is slow ghosting, which is a phenomenon that I'm kind of experiencing at the moment. And it's where it's kind of like, you feel like you're about to get ghosted. And there's like a couple of guys I'm talking to, no, there were a couple of guys I've been talking to. One's actually like rejected me now. The other one I think has just ghosted me. Um, And yeah, they're kind of, their replies kind of get a bit slower and they stop putting in effort and they stop making conversation. It's like, right, okay, you can literally see it happening. And it's, I found that it's really best to just let that happen and like really step away if it is. Because I, again, I saw this, I saw this thing, this TikTok where like literally every single one of my TikToks is about dating and about like looking for love and stuff, which I absolutely am obsessed with. So that's fine. Um, But yeah. And so I saw this TikTok that was like, you know, that icky feeling that you get when a guy texts you that you don't really like, that's the icky feeling that you're giving the guy that you're texting where you're like trying really hard to like engage with him and stuff and ever since seeing that I've been like whoa step back and that's so nice it's actually so nice to to like take that pressure off because before I'd be like if I felt like a guy was like slowly ghosting me I'd be like ah ah you know try and get it back try and get it back and it makes you want his validation again and it makes you want him back and things and um you know don't because like you're actually, I, you're probably just giving him that icky feeling. And there's a way of showing that you're interested without kind of giving that icky feeling or, or like compromising yourself, self, like respect and self-love in any way. And I've just been kind of, you know, if I feel like they're, you know, not putting in effort or if they're slow ghosting, I'll just be like, hey, let me know if you want to do something this week. And that's fine. And then just leave it at that because then, yeah, you've done everything that you could. Um, You've asked them to let you know. It's clear that you want to see them this week or whatever. Um, But there's no pressure to it and that it doesn't require a response. You don't need, you're not waiting for a response um, because you've not said, are we doing something this week Um, or whatever. And, and, and yeah, like, and, and you can just leave it out, leave it out into the universe. It's fine because the right guy isn't going to be put off by you saying that. It's not going to be put off by you putting on in the effort or, you know, or by asking that. But the guy that really isn't putting in the effort and therefore really doesn't deserve your time or your energy or your thoughts or your worry, um, you know, then he's kind of, you know, he's got the message. The ball's completely in his court and that's, that's completely fine. Um, there's a couple of things that I've been seeing again on TikTok about being single and versus being in a relationship. And I know that for me, it feels like a lot of my close friendships are in relationships and therefore you have to kind of renegotiate your friendship because of that and it's no one's fault and it's no criticism whatsoever but when you're single your friendships are your priority and so you are making plans you are filling your time with with 
you know, your friends and you are, you know, inviting them to things and you're throwing parties and all of this. And then when you're in a relationship, your priorities change and the person that you prioritise becomes your partner. And then as part of that, um, I think that that can mean that your friendships naturally go down the pecking order in priorities, which, you know, obviously makes sense. I'm sure that I would do it as well if I was in a relationship. Um, and it's okay. I think that for, for ages... I felt like that there was something lacking in me because my friendships, friends were in a relationship and therefore, you know, I wasn't seeing them as much and things like that. And there isn't anything lacking in me. It's just our priorities have changed. And well, no, their priorities have changed and mine haven't. And so obviously I'm feeling that that difference. Um, but it's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, but it's just something that, you know... I think that it's good that a lot of single people know that that's that's what it feels like. And talking to other single single people, you kind of feel like you're the only person that's that's feeling like this. And that certainly isn't the case. I feel like this, um, and, uh, and and yeah, you're not weird, and and you're not lonely or sad or whatever. It's just you know, it's changes, and it's how friendships, relationships, everything is how it all changes. Um, and it's, yeah, it's completely fine. Another thing that I've been seeing kind of online is single people. Oh, no, 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 just, just back on that, back on that. This is um, a PSA to people in relationships, okay? If your single friend says, hey, do you want to do something on this day? Or, you know, try to make a plan with you or something. And you're busy, um, because you're doing something else, because you have another person in a relationship that you need to think about and you need to, you know, prioritise, um, etc. Um, and so you can't do that plan with your friend. Then just say to your friend, hi, sorry, I can't do that plan. What about we do that plan on this date and offer them another date, offer them something else. Um, because when that single person is, you know, inviting you to something or asking to hang out, like, they they just want to see you like they don't care when it is um they just want a bit of your time and so if you can give them that that time I mean you can give them that time you absolutely can um you can make time for your friends completely and if you feel like you can't then I just I just don't think that's I just don't think that's true look in your diary even if it's a month in advance even if it's you know two months in advance whatever say I've got this day free, you know, I'm putting you in my diary and, and have that as protected time. And, and and I think that's a really good way of managing your friendships while you're in a relationship. The second thing that I was going to talk about is um, that the whole thing about like, oh, you're not in a relationship because you don't love yourself enough, which is something that single people hear all the time. Like, you will be in a relationship when you, you know, absolutely know who you are and, and you know, and, and when you, you know, you're obsessed with yourself and, you know, when you've got full life. That's bullshit, okay? That's absolute bullshit. Um, and here is, here is why. That, that means that all of this, the people in relationships in your life are absolutely obsessed, with, like, you know, completely love themselves 
and have like completely full lives and that there is something lacking in you, something that you need to work on in order to get in a, a relationship. That's absolutely not true. It is luck. It is complete luck whether you meet someone or you don't. Like it has nothing. I honestly believe that that it has very little to do with where you're at in terms of your like self-love journey and like self-actualization journey like it that's not true because like people get into relationships when they're 13 and stay with that person for the rest of their lives and there are people that never get in a relationship and are the most interesting the most brilliant you know put together people in the world there are people in relationships who are absolute messes like all of these things are true so it's simply just luck of like whether or not you've met that person and whether that person likes you back. It's complete luck. It's luck of the draw. And obviously there are ways to increase increase that luck. And that is, you know, things like putting yourself out there and, and dating and, you know, um, and, and all of that and being seen. You know, you can't be found unless you can be seen. Um, but I really, really reject the idea that it's all about like, oh, you, you know, you have some more work to do on yourself. Like, fuck off, people in relationships. Like, absolute rubbish. Um, something else that I wanted to talk about, lol. I saw my ex on the tube the other day and it was crazy. So he was on the tube. He was stood by the door. I was on the platform. I wasn't getting on his train because I needed to get a different line. But I saw him at the, uh, you know, basically as soon as the doors opened and I was, as I was waiting on the platform, so I tapped him on the shoulder and he turns around, smiles at me and turns back around and I and completely ignores me. My eyes went so wild. I absolutely balked at his back. I was like, oh my God, just take your earphones out and say, hi, you're right. Like, we weren't going to have a conversation. Like, what the hell? Like, what if I was about to get on that tube? That was so dumb. Oh my God. What are you thinking? What on earth are you thinking? But yeah, Nob, I then went to text him afterwards. Like, that was pretty rude. Like, you should have said hi. And then I looked at our last messages and I was just like, God, I'm not opening that kind of words. Like, fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck off. Exes are exes for a reason. Absolute weirdo. Um, yeah, like, I would have gone for a coffee with him. I would have had a chat with him. I would have gone for a coffee with him. Don't ignore me. Like, out, out of order. The final thing that I want to say on this um, episode, which is, like, kind of, like, just turned into, like, general updates about, like, and, like, my thoughts on love and life, which I think is is cool and it's, it's hot, is that I started using a new dating app and it's called The League and let me tell you about it. So the league has a waiting list. It's like a dating app that has a waiting list. And it's like, you don't pay for membership. You can if you want. And like, you know, you get all these different perks, etc. But um, it's like, yeah, you, there's a waiting list, you have to apply to be on it. I got it on it on the same day. And seemingly the criteria is that for men to get on it, they have to be like professionals with LinkedIn. And for girls to get on it, they have to be hot. And honestly, it is wild. Like you only get three, three swipes a day, not three matches, three swipes. So three men to look at a day. 
it simply has like their CV, basically, like what school they went to, what university they went to, what their job is, all of this. Um, and then, yeah, you either swipe or you don't, and then you chat. And I've actually had two very, so I've had, I've had three matches in total. I've had two very, very good dates from this. Um, and yeah, like it's really giving actually, like the league is giving, I really recommend it. Um, Hinge is becoming oversaturated, I feel. Hinge is becoming oversaturated. I have a pair ring, which is like this like green silicone ring that you wear on your hand that's like supposed to be like the opposite of an engagement ring and it tells people that you're single and you're ready to be chatted up. That hasn't worked. Um, so I don't use field anymore because like now I'm like, lol, a post-op trans person. Like I don't really want, I don't really feel the need or want to use field anymore. So yeah, I'm, the the league is a vibe and it seems like really crazed and, um, but it's really good fun and I really recommend it. So yeah, um, hopefully I'll have had a horrendous date to regale you with soon. I'm going to New York next week. Um, so that should be a sleigh. Um, and yeah, I'll catch up with you soon. It's been really fun, actually. I didn't know, didn't know I had an episode in me, but here we go. Just got to get it out sometimes, don't you girls? See ya. How Not To Get A Boyfriend is presented by me, Alex Woolhouse, at Alex Woolley on Instagram and TikTok and produced by Jack Elliott. Cover art is done by at Lids That Picks Took. See you next week. Bye.